The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It still is kind of funny. I I completely forgot about the fact that I've never been to that spot. Really? I've never been to that spot. Like, what could be back there? I still don't know. That's so creepy. I know. Believe me, when and I went in there, it. when I went in there, it's been years since I've been back in there, and for good reason. Like, you could survive. You could survive in there. Like, I could squirrel away in there, and no one ever would ever even think to look for me there. Someone could be living in there right now. Yes, that's the problem. That's and you didn't the even real probably problem. look that thoroughly, did nope. you? Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. No. I was in like maybe a foot. I didn't want to go around the rest of it. Oh I mean, they could have been watching me. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on uh, the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast hall over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank You're very you for finding us. Right now. Uh, we really do appreciate everybody who tunes into this show. And I do want to remind everybody of something very big. Should we reveal, like, do the big reveal today? Yes, but we should make them wait for it a little bit. Wait till the end of the show? Or in the middle of the show. Sometime. In the middle of the sometime show. Sometime during the show. All right, well, here's the thing. The Portland Podcast Festival is coming up November 9th and 10th, two nights here in Portland. Sarah and I are two of the three co-founders of the Portland Podcast Festival, and we would love to see you all there. Um, if you're planning on buying tickets, stop waiting. Buy your tickets. Because uh, so, the first night's at Landmark Saloon with six amazing podcasts that'll be performing there for 10 bucks. Six shows for 10 bucks. And then the next night is at the Hawthorne Theater and Lounge, two stages, 16 shows for $20. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. So you can do that uh, right now by going to pdxpodfestival.com slash tickets, or just go to the website and you can find all kinds of stuff on there. Um, but but here's please the thing. pick up your tickets. I mean, yeah. we, can, we can see when you're getting them. We would love it. I know we lo- like a lot of people always usually wait until like the last minute. The sooner you can buy, the better. Just that, get them. Get yeah. it out of the way. Get them yep. so we know that you're coming. That'd be awesome. Yep. Um, but here's the thing. Like, each show that's on there, and you should go to the, the the festival page because we've got all kinds of different links to episodes of each show that's on the podcast festival. So probably a lot that you maybe haven't heard of before or maybe haven't listened to. Like, some really great variety on there. But each show is going to be doing something special for this event. And that includes Fun Employment Radio. And we're going to tell you right in like 20 minutes, uh, <laughs> what we're doing. But we have, we'll explain it here in just a few. Yeah. We have something really, really special that's going to be happening. So we'll be doing that on Saturday, but Friday is also not to be missed. No, yeah. I already said, yeah, Friday is at the Landmark Saloon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, our performance is on Saturday night. But we'll be there We'll be at both. The yeah. entire time. Well, I'm also going to be the Manuel's podcast, Beards, Booze, and Bacon. We're going to be there on. What? Uh, yeah. I just talked to, for that podcast, I just talked to the creator of Four Loco yesterday. What? Yeah, the creator of Four Loco. How was that? Um, actually, he was super cool. Really? Yeah, he was actually really like a cool. That was he was he was really nice. Um, but so that podcast, we'll be performing that one live on uh, Friday night. Um, but so there's just tons of good stuff. Awesome. All the whole time. No, I'm I'm so excited. Like yeah. I can't believe it's like a little over two weeks away. Holy yeah. crap! Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So what I wanted to talk about at the beginning is I've been meaning to get to this, but I had a. Sarah, I own a home in Southeast Portland. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's been... And uh, I don't know so if I've told anybody. blessedly long that you've said that. I've, ugh. I've got two roommates. I live in the converted attic upstairs. It's a bedroom. I mean, but it's a converted attic nonetheless. Is it a bedroom or a converted attic? It just seems like it's an attic. It's a converted attic into a bedroom. 
I guess you can make anything a bedroom if you sleep in it. I live there. Good luck getting me out. That sounded weird. That did sound weird. Thing. Like, who's trying to remove you? I what don't do know. You do? I don't know. Okay. I don't want to end up being the guy who's like 90 years old, still there, like, you'll never take me out. And then I'm like hiding in the, oh boy. Okay, anyway. Living in um, the, living in the, the living tiny. In the attic. Yeah. Behind the tiny doors. <laughs> who's that? Oh, he just lives in the attic. Don't bother him. Don't this is what bother old Greg. Yeah, don't bother him. <laughs> just let him <laughs> Poking be. Poking people with like a cane, like, get out. Oh, Scat. God. With like jars. What if you're in like some sort of time loop and like the old like crazy version of you is the thing that you actually hear in the walls of your bedroom? That you've said that you've you been watching too much of a certain show on a certain streaming service. That's what that's what's going. I, I know exactly. Right. No, but I'm saying like I think that it's maybe it's you in there. You instantly like go forty to it's, years from it's now. A time like, loop. Yeah, I'm the crazy one. Mm-hmm. It's a time loop of your shelf. It is. Okay. Time isn't a line. It's a circle. Oh, boy. Anyway, there's also a basement. And in this basement, it's like a three-quarter, like, finished basement. But there's an entire section of my basement that's walled off, except for a panel that you can get back in there. And the panel is hammered in. And behind that panel is a scary place. There's no light. It's still the dirt Tell basement. Tell us about the scary place, There are Greg. pipes... And there's, like, the back workings of the house are, like, back the in bowels. there. The bowels of the house. and Because it is this, kind of the bowels, right? Because that's all, like, the, the pipes oh, and all the... full of spiders and whatever else lives in there. I mean, I don't go back there. And there is an entire section... Is this what you called... No Man's Land. I thought it wasn't Spider City? No, Spider City is actually a different part of the house. Oh, I name okay. every part of my house. So Spider City is off of the gimp room, which I didn't name the gimp room, but it's a dugout room in my basement that somebody dug out at one point, and it's walled off. It's, it's you know, finished, but uh, it's a hidden room. There's, like, the the door to it is, like, flush with the wall almost. And off like to a, that, there's a little offshoot. It was, like, a, a grow offshoot. room or something. Yeah, I think it was a grow room. And then there's an offshoot of that that's Spider City. Spider City's, like, a little, like, okay. yeah, area in there. Anyway, I digress. No Man's Land is somewhere where I, you just don't go. You don't go back there unless you really have to. And there's an area back there that I haven't even been to, and I'll explain that here in a second. But this was that last... That must be weird owning something and not, like, having explored all of the parts of it. I don't want it. to. I know. It is kind of weird. Yeah, because, I mean, like, that's your... It's my property. property. Yeah, I've owned that's it for quite thing. a long like, time. Like, you should know every inch of it. Yeah. But you're just, like, letting it be. <sighs> I'm debating something. All right, here, I'll, I'll explain it here. It, so, I think it was last week... Um, blah, blah, blah. My dryer stopped working, which totally sucks. And um, it was about the same price to maybe fix it if I did it right or just get another used one. So I got another used one. I'm like, well, at least this way I know the money's going towards something because if I screw it up, then I'm just out about basically the same amount. Got a, new, got a new dryer. When I was there, the guy was like, hey, you need to clean your vents. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And the vents go back into no man's land. So they no, go through the wall into no man's land. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess so. So I got this, um, you know, this vent cleaner thing. This is the boring part of the story. And anyway, the vent cleaner went up there. So it's like a long stick with like a little brush on it. Okay. And then you attach a drill to it. And so you oh, shove it, like, it up in it there. Like and it like roots it out. And yeah, like, then you drill it and it goes. It's like a rotor rooter, like a snake for your yeah, pipes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is I got it back in there and then it broke off and it got stuck. In I the mean, dryer we didn't bed. even have to say that. I mean, we know it's Greg trying to make something work. Like, clearly, it's going to break in half. Trying to do something really simple. Should have taken about five minutes. Didn't take five minutes. <laughs> Instead, it got broke off way up in there. 
which means I had it to take... It got broke off way up in there. Got broke off way up in there. I couldn't even reach wow, up and grab it. I couldn't it. even done reach up there. My hands were, my my... weren't long enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... My grabby arms couldn't reach it. My, my grabby arms weren't working for it. So anyway, <laughs> it was too far in there. So I had to take off the panel. I had to take off the panel to get in to No Man's Land. What's the panel? Like, the, is it part of the wall? It's like the seals, what seals off no man's land. All right, well, you're yeah. explaining a panel oh. like everyone knows what that looks like. Like, it's like oh. a wall panel? It's like a three-foot panel that's about halfway up the wall, so it's not even on the so ground. So it's on, like, a, a wall. It's on a wall. Okay. And it's a panel, and it's hammered in. Like, it's it's sealed. You're very swingy. Well, because right, whatever's yes. back there, I didn't want it to be able to get out. So okay. it's sealed up there, so you got to pry it open. So I had to get up my hammer, and I'm, like, prying it open. And I pry open the panel, and I take it back, and then inside is dark nothingness because it's the dirt side of the basement. There's some pipes. Like, you can only see about two feet into it with the light from the basement, yeah. and then whatever else is back there, I don't know. I don't know. So I had to go in there. It's because that's where the dryer vent goes through. Wait, so how far back does it go? Oh, quite a ways. Like 20 feet? Really? Pro- yeah, probably 20 feet at least. 20, uh, 25? I, I don't know. I've never actually measured it, but yeah, 25, I would say. 20 feet. Anyway, I got back in there <coughs> and I had to, you have to jump up onto it and like crawl through. And there's like so it's a like little a piece dirt of the wall mound. that you pull out and then you yeah, just jump Yeah, and then in. you crawl through. It's like going through like a looking glass into like the other side. It's like going into like uh, Stranger Things. Mm. Like basically, I'm going, into the, I'm going into the upside down. Okay. There. Yeah, you crawl through and you do, instantly don't feel right. It's cold back in there, and there's. Do you think there are bodies in there? <gasps> and you walk through and there's spiders. Well, here's the thing: you walk through and instantly there's spiders everywhere. Okay, that's like, itchy. It's like you can almost hear things like, like crawling off. Gross. Yeah, but it's like it doesn't sound right. It's like it that doesn't sound like a normal animal. It's like. Is it dirt on the ground? It's dirt on the ground. Oh, my God. There's so many bodies in there. Dirt on the ground. So many bodies buried in there. So there's dirt, so and then it's dug into house ravines. Like 10 plus years, and you've never even like been in that area? Oh, no. I've been back there before. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I've, I've been to that area <laughs> many times. Unfortunately, I've had to over the years, but it's been quite a while since I've had to go back in there. So I get back in there. I'm like, luckily, the dryer vent's like along the wall, so I can still see the light. Now I get a little light in there, got my flashlight, and I'm like, okay, I got to take apart the dryer vents to get the, the the thing out, get the um, the cleaner the thing, cleaner that, thing that out. Got stuck yeah, in there. and that's when I realized whoever put those dryer vents in did a terrible job, and they're barely held together, oh, and boy. it was a mess. So I got it, I got it apart and got the thing out of there, and then I'm cleaning it, and then I tried to put it back together, and it was just, it was like barely held up with like little wires and like just this rigged terrible system. And bottom line was I needed to get some more. This is the really boring part of the story. I needed to get more like HVAC tape compelling. to seal it all together. I had to go to two Fred Myers. It was like an hour and a half later by the time I find it. And I get back there and I'm, I'm working on it. And and I got that. I ended up getting that done. Yeah. Um, take so a look here in the yourself. live chat. That's awesome. There are some good points here. Uh, Jacob in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash support. If you're a member of the Supporters Club, Jacob said, this is probably a great time to be short, Greg. I would hate this way more than you. That's true. This was definitely a good time to be a short person. Yeah. Yeah. For, for what we were talking about the other day. So what all is in there? Like, why does it feel so weird in there? I mean, I could show you. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the pipes to the house. It's the pipes that go out to, like, the sewer line. It's, the like, the inner workings of the house. The bowels. The bowels, if you will. I don't know if I like that term, but yeah. So, I mean, it's dirt floor, 
and dirt walls, you know, you up until like, you, the sides sides of the house. Taking a stick and like mushed around the dirt. To well, see if no, there it's are bodies under it's there? carved. In, it's not like a flat dirt. It's like there's ravines carved in where there's the pipes go through, and like it's not even ground. Like there's lots of places you could hide. If Old you houses to. would be so easy to bury bodies in. You're really obsessed with the bodies. I kind of am. Well, because your house is haunted, and then like there are these. I didn't realize that they're like giant, like twenty five foot, like square foot parts of your house that you've just never even like explored. Well, the part so I've been to that section before because I have had to do a couple of things over the years. I try never to go in there if I don't have to. But there's a whole section back there that I really haven't been to. I haven't been to it. And it's back in there so you walk if you were to go into this thing, you don't imagine it's just dark. I mean it's in there's So weird, so you kind of like just climb through this open You climb like, wall through this panel. open wall panel and, and so you find like, yourself in like a whole a few different feet up. It's like a few feet up, yeah. and then you just go in. And you in find and yourself then... into this foreign land, like, a, like kind of like apocalyptic, but also just a little bit like not right, like something's just off. Like something's off a okay. little bit when you're in there, and there's spider webs down, and it's very dark, and you can only see what's directly in front of you, and there's these pipes, and then there's like these ravines that are dug in, and then there's like weird little tracks and things, and, like, and you yeah. feel like spiders are there, and you feel like something's watching you. Is like, it the spiders? I don't know. Something that doesn't seem like it belongs. Oh boy! So something is watching you, and you 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 can go all the way back there to the far end of the house. You can walk through this thing, and then you can turn left. And if you turn left, where there's that room that I talked about that was you know originally like clearly dug out as a separate like yeah. grow room, whatever it is that that's a finished room. But uh, around that, you can go around it. Really? Yep. Yes, you can. Wait, that. Wall in the gimp room is not the outside wall? No. No, it is not. Oh, weird. That is not the outside of the house. No, there's a path back there. There's a path? There's a path back there that goes around it, and I've you never been back not, on that path. You know that's not normal to have a house with paths well, it's that not you normal have. To have like a somebody years ago dug out a grow room into the, you know, built a grow room. Dug out makes it sound like it's just I mean, dug, I but I've I mean, it's never, a finished room. I've never really like stood back and like thought about how actually bizarre your house is. Yeah. I'm thinking of everybody else's, like all my friends who own houses, like, nope, nobody else has like a panel where they like reveal some big dirt filled room with like pathways. Well, the dirt-filled part is the unfinished part of the basement. There's other people with stuff like that. Then with like a, like your creepy dugout, you know, the gimp room, like. Yeah, most people don't have that, and I didn't even name it the gimp room. I bought it from my friend Megan. She you had keep already called that. it. That's right. You're not offending people. No, it's, I don't care about offending people. I just don't want to be known as the guy who named his room the gimp room. It was named that when I bought it. <sighs> anyway, I've never been back there to that pathway that's around the outside. You of have it. to. That's going to be the next nightmare at Nibblers. No. Yeah. I don't want to go back there. It'd be called like Nibbler Spider City or something. That's not Spider City. I keep telling you that is not where Spider City is. Spider City isn't on that side. Even though it's full of spiders. But it's not Spider City. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe we need to get some... <sighs> um, we need to get... I'm actually fascinated to see what this looks like because it doesn't sound real. No, it's real. Oh, it's real. I don't I mean, think I've you'd seen wanna, you would not want to go back there. No, you wouldn't even want to get up there to climb through the thing. Mm-mm. No, it's not like there's a ladder. Like you gotta like push yourself up and like roll in there. Uh, Jacob's like, you're dressed in leather when you work in that room. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it used to be the band there. practice room. It's where my furnace is. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know. I don't know what's back around that other side though. I think that we should probably get a video camera and explore that. No. 
No. What are you afraid they're going to find? A body? Broken pipe. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's back there, I don't want to know. <laughs> That's your biggest fear. No, I'm my like, biggest fear I'm is like something body, that's going to cost me money. Like broken food. <laughs> broken yeah, I don't pipes. care about it if there's a body back there. No, I care more. <laughs> Although, what I was going to say though at the beginning is something you could live in there. All right. On a scale of 1 to 10, there. 10 being very surprised, 1 being not surprised at all, how surprised would you be if you found a body in your basement? What do you, like, explain like how? Like old. Like old. Like, like what do you mean a body? Year, like bones. Like human bones. <laughs> Just resting back there? Human bones inside of the dirt side of your basement. How surprised would like you be? Like digging and finding them or? Digging or like you're like, you finally go and explore in the dirt and like you trip over something and you see it, it's a skull. <laughs> How surprised would you be? I'd be pretty well, surprised. I don't um, think you'd be that surprised. I think you expect it at this point. I mean, I think it's definitely possible. It's a 1907 house. Probably somebody was buried there Your at some point. house is 111 point. years old. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no wonder it's haunted. I mean, right, yes, well, we most likely do... somebody was buried there at some point. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. All right, so you would not be shocked at all. Well, you know, I've tried to do the whole track back who owned the first house, but I got caught in the city records in like the 60s. I thought you had your gals that worked down at the... I do. I have my gals down there. I haven't talked to them for a while. Yeah, they probably forgot they about They were big you. fans of me. And then I would... Oh, my God. You're the <laughs> worst. But no, my, no, my gals helped me out. But okay. I, the problem was the, the records are so bad in the 60s, I can't get past <laughs> that decade. <laughs> so can we do like a um, excursion? No. Come on. Hell you no. You cannot talk about that and then like not have a payoff. There's a ghost investigation in my house that's on. opposite every radio rule in the world. Like you can't just say like, hey, there's this interesting thing that I'm going to talk about. And then absolutely not. No way I'm going to share this with anybody else. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it on the head. No. There's a ghost. People can go right now to our YouTube channel and watch Nightmare at Nibblers for free. Up available for free with Mr. Aaron Duran and Derek Lemire. And Scott, a special appearance by special guest star Scott Daly. Mm-hmm. Scott Party Animal Daly. Um, no, you can, you can watch that, but that doesn't cover the basement part. All right. Well, I think that it needs to be like return to nibblers. Oh, what, what should it be? What would be like a basement pun for it? Like, you know, down below. My, I'd have to clean my basement first, which needs to happen. Um, Oh, we could just like avoid that. But no, no, we're not. No, 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 no. You just agreed to it. No, 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 no. I'll tell you why. I don't like filming inside my house anyway. That's why I hated the ghost investigation because I don't like to film my house. I just, I just don't. And then I feel like if I did that, then everybody's gonna be like, "Well, what's wrong with your pipes over there? Why don't you fix me? Why don't you fix this for me? You know what's wrong with your house, That's how people are gonna be. Oh wow. Ever since the first time we filmed something in the back... Oh, never mind. This is going too deep. I'm going to stop. What? Here. No. Work it out. No. 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 Come mm-hmm. on. No. You can't just start something, No. Greg. When we filmed something with my backyard, then somebody's like, hey, you need to pick up your leaves. Clean your backyard. Like, <sighs> Why do you think I live in isolation and never invite anybody over that's ever? smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my pet peeve. I hate that. When people judge your place. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when my sister and Michael came and uh, I let them stay in my apartment when I was out of town. 
And it was it Michael was like, who, you like, he made fun of my apartment in some way. I'm like, well, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You get your own Airbnb. <laughs> like, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not a host. At, like, this is my, yeah. this is my apartment. Yeah. It's not fancy. You needed a bed and, uh, like, a centrally located place to stay. Yeah. It's not spotless. Uh, huh, this is interesting. There's some comments in the chat. Carrie's saying the, uh, and Carrie's been in my house, um, the, says the mirror coat rack in your living room is totally haunted and possessed. Oh, yeah. Oh, that thing. Yeah, it's caught many a weird. Remember, we've had so many images in there over the yeah. years of faces, of lights, of. Yeah, it's, um, it was my aunt's, actually, uh, who's, who's passed away. Um, it was a very wonderful person, but I don't know where she got it from. I don't know how long she had it or where it came from or where it came from before that. It's very old, whatever it is. And I broke part of the foot on accident, but I got to get it fixed. Um, Oh, great. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's something there. That thing's, yeah, that thing, there's definitely something weird with that. No, it's super creepy. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, bottom line is, yes, I don't want to do that. Uh, Edward in the live chat saying it's always best to get these things out. Don't bottle it up. Mm Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why you never let anybody in, Greg. Never let them in. Then they can't disappoint you. Yes. Put a wall up around everything. Smart move. Okay. Yeah. Put, up a, put up a wall around everything and stay in your place where you live. And never leave. Never let anyone in there. Yeah. And if someone knocks on your door, never answer it. And always believe everything you read on the internet. It's better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry, sir. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm going to get some more coffee real quick. Greg, do you want more coffee? I'm okay. I've had a lot of coffee today. You sound like you've had a lot of coffee. I've had a lot of coffee. By the way, thank you once again, everybody, for tuning in to DT Daily this morning. I missed it this morning. How was it? Uh, it was good. I, once again, you know, I'm, I'm learning with this show, and I think everybody is. Uh, I mean, I love it. It is a lot of fun. But, man, you got to be on your toes. Things change real quick, and then it's my job to make it seem like nothing's nothing's amiss, that which is the job rattled. of the host. Yeah, which is the job. Um, I enjoy it. I'm still going to be tired for a long time, though, until I, until yeah, I get used to the schedule. Yeah, it's weird seeing you so tired. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to bed at like 9, probably no later than 9. Yeah. And I'm like legitimately like, I have to go to sleep now. I am so tired. So... That was an exciting anecdote that I just shared, which God, I'm sure this was as exciting as you describing your basement. Riveting um, for everybody. Oh, Vicky's asking how much coffee did you spill? Oh yeah, I spilled coffee on air today. <gasps> Great. Yep. Yep. I did. Third Wait, day in the brand new cool, studio. Cool, calm, and collected. And you maintain the flow and the. We were doing an unboxing of this giant monitor, and so I had to move stuff off of the table, and uh, click, kicked over my coffee cup. Spilled coffee all over the floor. Oh, you dropped the entire cup onto the floor? No, I had set it on the ground underneath the table, because we were live on the air, and I was like, oh, we need more room, and I set it down. I just wasn't paying attention, and then, look. God, you're so spastic. Yeah. You freak me out, like, how klutzy you are. Like, I'm afraid, like, you're always going to break things, and... Don't put that out there. I already spilled coffee on the air. I, I did. Yeah. yeah, I totally did. I kicked it over. Yeah, right on. <laughs> and I had to call it out. I'm like, whoop. Just spilled coffee. It's live. 
Did you have anything else to say about it? That was it. That was you're my good? exciting right. anecdote. I mean, it was kind of ending right there. I was just waiting for something else to... All right, Greg. First story. Firefighters in California said that a man who was house-sitting for his parents tried to use a blowtorch to kill some spiders that he saw inside of the house and instead set the house on fire. I mean, speaking Don't, of spiders... Do, yeah, I know. Speaking I mean, I do... City. I, <laughs> I appreciate... <laughs> Oh, we do have some breaking news in the chat really quick, too. I do appreciate how, um, you know, wanting to kill the spiders with a blowtorch. Yes. It isn't even his house. He's at his parents' house. He did it at his parents' house? He was house-sitting for his parents. This is in Fresno. Uh, Fresno firefighters say uh, that they responded on Tuesday night to reports of a house fire. Uh, They said the man who made the call escaped outside the house safely. He told firefighters that he had found what he believed to be black widow spiders in the house. And have been trying to kill them with a blowtorch. With torch. a blowtorch. When he sparked the fire. Well, no injuries were reported, which damaged, um, uh, with the fire, which damaged the entire second story of the home and the attic. This is not the first time that someone has started a fire when they were trying to kill spiders. Uh, it's with, happened so much. I feel like every couple of months there's somebody that does this. It happened back in October of 2017. I remember this. He, uh, this guy tried to use a propane torch to kill spiders under his family's mobile home when the mobile home caught on fire back in 2017. <laughs> Maybe just... Use a Don't. paper towel? Yeah. There was a... I mean, there was a guy I knew in college who would walk around with um, hairspray and a lighter killing gnats. He did that in the house we lived in. Wow, he sounds like a real genius. Actually, strangely enough, he was. Like, he was like this super smart engineer, but yet he would do stuff like that. Real, real dichotomy there. There's yeah. another one for the uh, memoirs later. I feel like we could just write a book about this show. Breaking we, news in the chat. Old man goes to bed early. Can we flag this for a best of, please? Yes, I think so. Okay. I, will, I think it goes without saying. All right. Well, speaking of idiot boys, out of Louisiana, a 12-year-old boy is in trouble after he urinated on an electrical outlet to try and start a fire at his school. He tried to pee on an outlet to start a fire. <laughs> Sounds like your friend with the blowtorch and the gnats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he tri- So he thought that, what, he would short it out or he something? He thought that he could short it out, and he did, in fact, uh, set off enough smoke to set off the fire alarm. But how bad did he shock himself? He did. That's what I was wondering. So I guess he didn't electrocute himself. I thought that Wait, if you're Wait, so connected, he, was, he sufficiently did it? Yeah, I thought that if you're... Like connected, wouldn't you be like shocked or something? He didn't get shocked. So this was in the uh, the first floor, uh, first floor boys' restroom. Uh, somebody smelled smoke, and they went in with a fire extinguisher and put out a small fire, which was contained in the electrical outlet. Uh, the boy was arrested, accused of uh, criminal recklessness. He was taken into uh, into juvie. Um. So the the yes, yeah, so the actions raised many questions. Number one is whether or not he might have shocked himself while he was peeing into the outlet. Yeah, you would think. So I guess it is not possible if he was standing upright. Because I don't know, because I guess he's planted on the ground. He's grounded? I'd... Yeah, he's grounded, I suppose. No, but if you're... Like, that's what I thought, because it's like, don't whiz on the electric fence. Do you remember that? Yeah. Don't whiz on the electric fence. What? Oh, from Ren and Stimpy. That was rich people tel- television. I didn't get Ren and oh. Stimpy. That was on cable. Oh, boy. I lived in the country. We didn't have cable. 
Rich kid TV. Oh, yeah, there's, I yes, never I understood up, what Ren and Stimpy was. I grew was. up filthy rich with my... With your Ren and Stimpies and your Double Dare and, and your my, Slime or whatever. You can't do that on television. Nick um, at Night. Beats me. Oh, my gosh. I get to see it with my cousin's TGIF. house every once in a while. What is that? TGIF? Oh, that was on ABC. Did you get that? Yeah. Is that on Poor People TV? Yeah, it's on Poor People TV. Yeah. Yeah. I remember ABC, every... NBC, CBS. Those that we got. Fox, not really. It came from Eugene. It didn't really come in very well. Oh, I see. And then OPB. Yeah, those were our four channels. Oh boy. Yeah, my sister and I. Went... Oh no, Channel Twelve too. Oh, we have five channels. Again, this is going in the memoirs. So. And they show ups. we just clipped. Yeah, we can clip it all out for. Yeah. People will be, like, be referencing this in the future. They'll Greg like, remembers things. Like, oh, my God. Do you remember that episode where Greg talked about his basement then won't show it to anybody, and then he talks about not having cable? That was amazing. Pretty good. We used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark every Friday. What's that? It was an amazing show on Nickelodeon where these uh, kids, like, all sit around a campfire, and they tell scary stories. And then at the end, someone, like, throws, like, it, I think it's like dirt or something, but it looks like magic dust, and they put out the fire at the end, and the smoke comes up. It says, are you afraid of the dark? It was amazing. It was like... Um, so they just left a fire going in the middle of the woods? No, they would have their, like, you gotta I can't pour remember it out, the you meeting. You got to dump water on it. They had a, it's irresponsible. They had, like, a group meeting. I can't remember what their names were. Start a forest fire that way. Yes, it's... You dump water on it, and then you put dirt over it. Okay. You can put some more water on it. Right, I'm done with the boy pee story. All right. Out of Florida. Mm. A Florida man said that, no, he was not to blame for his crime, but he says, in fact, that a ghost named Bill told him to swing a broomstick at his television to get out of jail. Vincent Foggy, again, Florida man, is accused of taking a long-handled broom and hitting a flat-screen television. Well, they get flat-screen televisions in jail. Look at that. It's yeah. fancy Florida jails. Well, I guess they, you know, it's Florida. I don't think flat screens are that big of a thing anymore. So. Oh, it's been so long since I bought a TV. Like, that seems <laughs> I really fancy to me. I don't think you can buy one that's not. You know what I realized that I didn't even, th- that I didn't realize until like someone asked me? I don't own a television. Yeah, you do. You loaned it to me. Yeah, I know, but I loaned it to you like three years ago. Like, I haven't had a TV in my apartment in years. That's I didn't true. even realize that I just don't have a TV. Yeah, but you watch on, you watch watch out of my computer yeah but I just don't physically have a TV this is your way of t- telling me you want your television back yes I kind of want my television no actually I don't really have it's fine I don't really have a need for it <sighs> it's fine I guess sure I'll take my TV back okay anyway so a ghost named Bill told him to swing his broomstick at his fancy flat screen television security footage shows Vincent Foggy swinging the broom at the flat screen valued at about $300 wow on the wall, Foggy said uh, to deputies that he was, quote, told by a ghost named Bill, Bill to swing the broom at the television in order to get out of jail. Bill How told did, him, did Bill tell him the second part of the plan? Bill told him that if he swung the broom at the television, he'd get out of jail, Greg. I don't know how much clearer I could say this. But how did Bill expect him? Well, rather what was the next be, part of Bill's plan? That uh, I think the next part was like swing broom at TV. The next Vincent Foggy gets released from jail. All right. That's the plan. I mean, it makes well, sense. Rather than being freed from incarceration, Vincent Foggy was arrested on, well, mm-hmm. I guess re-arrested? It says he was arrested on criminal mischief charges in connection with the alleged TV bashing, but he's already in jail. Mm-hmm. So he's again arrested, further arrested. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, so Foggy has been in jail following a number of arrests, including all kinds of horrible things that I'm not going to list. All right. Finally, have an update from the story of the year. Greg, if I say if I say the story of the year. Oh, this is the best of. This is the best of. If I say story of the year, what has been the story that has really stuck out over the past few months? It was kind of, um, it's like been a mystery and intrigue. Um, there's like the battles of like the hierarchy. Like it's like someone in a position of power abused that power and they were doing something and they got caught. What? The pooper intendant, Greg. Oh, the pooper intendant. The New Jersey pooper intendant has pled guilty to public defecation. What? I thought he was going to fight it. He has pled guilty. The former high school superintendent in New Jersey has <gasps> pleaded guilty to public defecation. He said that... On a local high school's track and football field, Thomas Tramaglini... Oh, God, I can never pronounce his fucking name. Tramaglini. Tramaglini. Sure. Thomas pleaded guilty to a charge... The as pooper intendant. The pooper intendant. Has pleaded guilty to charges on Wednesday as part of a plea deal with prosecutors to dismiss charges of public lewdness and littering. Littering out of his butt? Is that what that is? I mean, maybe. Uh, so I suppose that's what it kind of has to be, The superintendent will right? also have to pay $500 in fines and court costs. So the 42-year-old was the pooper intendant of the Kenilworth School District until his arrest in May for lewdness and defecating in public. Lewdness. The district accepted his resignation in July. Um, uh, so it seems that athletic coaches and other staffers at Holmdale High School, which is not in his former school district, I guess he was just going outside of his school district to go do this, uh, Was re- they were repeatedly finding human feces at or near the track and football field. Oh, I it. thought it was his own school. I guess I had that wrong. No, so it was outside of his school district, but okay. in the same town. So it was a neighboring school. But they were finding human feces on a daily basis. I mean, he was there every day. Every day. Every day doing his thing. Uh, the pooper intendant was caught after staffers monitored the field and they identified him. After the alleged offense, the media tagged him as the pooper intendant. Imagine the thrill he had of getting away with this. The thrill. Well, his, uh, let's see, so his attorney says that uh, the pooper intendant's public pooping is to blame for runner's diarrhea, uh, which he describes as the sudden urge to go as you're pounding the pavement on a multi-mile jog. If you're, like, having to poop at the same then time. Then you have I'll, an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Or, you know, they make adult diapers. Yeah. If you don't feel like you can or run without shitting. like Go to a gym where you know there's a bathroom close by and then you can go there. I mean, I'm sorry. If that's happening all the time, yep. Sucks to be you. If that's a daily occurrence, yeah. Sucks to be you, maybe, but hey. Maybe running's not your jam. Yep. Maybe you should do like a... like. Find something else. Do an elliptical. Maybe a little... It doesn't give you the right to start pooping anywhere you no. want to. Because, just because you Well, yeah, but I have a physical problem, so you yeah. chose to go run. You're not a dog. You chose like, you, you to go run. You don't get shit out in public and have somebody else clean it up for you. Mm-mm. It's not my fault. All right, well, this isn't over yet. Is. The pooper intendant is planning to sue the police department for releasing his mugshot after his arrest, which... Oh, I think those are public anyway, aren't they? Yeah, I guess he said that it was uh, his mugshot was uh, released before he was charged with the... But it was already, like, attached to the pooper intendant thing. But oh, now he's going on technicality? But now he's already pleading guilty, so... I don't know. I don't know. 
But there we go. Ay, ay, ay. That is the thrilling conclusion of the story of the pooper intendant. He has pleaded guilty. And if you can't control your bowels, maybe don't go out in public at the same time every day and poop in somebody else's property. Nancy, we're all crazy. Hot take. What is that? Hot take. Greg, you're not a 27-year-old girl. Stop it. Is that what 27-year-old girls say? They say hot take? I don't know, because it seemed like you were speaking, like, in a language that's too young for you. So that's what I was assuming. God, that's like the meanest thing you have ever <laughs> said to me in my entire life. <laughs> and you've said a lot of mean things. That's, like, the meanest thing you've ever said. Wow. I wouldn't be able to hot say Hot take? <laughs> I would... <laughs> No, it's like when my younger friends say things. You just don't watch any sports. That's why you think that that's what it is. Use it in a sentence. Um, Let's see. The Boston Red Sox are actually terrible, and they've gotten lucky over the last two games. Hot take. That's a hot take. You say it at the end like that? Somebody else is supposed to say it. Wait, so you say something? I don't know the rules. You're, like, asking me way too many details. Hot take. Anyway. I think this whole episode is a hot take. This whole episode's <laughs> called Hot Take. Um, I'm calling this episode Hot Take, by okay. the way. <laughs> okay. Um, did you have anything or what? what yes, going we on actually have something major we want to say, oh. don't we? Oh. So here's the deal. Wait. No ball talk? Oh, um, well, we can. Oh, we don't have to. What? I mean, I kind of already just said the main thing from ball talk. All right, let's really just. Greg has cursed the Dodgers and they're losing zero to two right now. There we go. That's ball talk. I didn't curse them. Yes, you did. There is still fallout going on from Spitgate. What's, oh, really? Yep, Spitgate is still uh, still a thing. It's a horrible phrase. Spitgate. Spit. I don't know if that's what they're calling it, but that's what Give I'm calling it. Give me your hot take on Spitgate. Rishon Ronda is a prick. Yeah. So is Chris Paul. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's he hot, is too. Though. So so he's excused. I didn't say he's excused. I just said he was hot. One doesn't have to do with the other. He's kind of a little asshole, too. He's a, he's a handsome asshole. Oh, fine. He's a handsome asshole. Mm-hmm. But Rajon Rondo is not, I take it. No. Yeah. Hot take. Hot See, take. that was a hot take. <laughs> Stop. <trying laughs> he just did a hot take. Stop trying to make hot take work. <laughs> All right. Well, here's a hot take for you. All right. Here's our hot take. Are we? All right. Are we so announcing? seriously, actually, yeah, we do yes. have something to announce. So... As we said earlier, the Portland Podcast Festival happening November 9th and 10th here in Portland, Oregon. November 9th at the Landmark Saloon. November 10th at the Hawthorne Theater. PDXpodfestival.com. Yep. And we've got the schedule has been announced, actually. So you can check out the schedule and everything on the website so you know when, when sh- what show is playing when. And each show, as we said, is going to be doing something uh, special because they want to make this a special performance for all of you who come out to see the, see the shows. And Sarah and I have what we're going to be doing. We are delighted. As part of our live performance at the Portland Podcast Festival. Wait, do you get to say it? You get to say it. Fine. You're already like... We're going to be so joined excited. by some super secret guests. Sarah, would you like to tell everyone who will be on stage with us live at the Portland Podcast Festival? We will be interviewing two... Of the founders 
of PDX Alerts. At PDX Alerts, the Twitter sensation. Phenomenon. I mean, we were talking to people. I, I was just trying to get a gauge. I'm like, are, is it just us that are obsessed with PDX Alerts? And I've no. been asking people. Everyone's like, oh, I follow them. Oh, I love them. Like, I was looking on everybody in Portland follows PDX Alerts. So it and is here's, run, yeah. here's the thing. So it's run by a conglomeration of people. Two of the preeminent members of PDX Alerts. Yes. The group of them will be on stage with us. However, they must remain, remain anonymous. anonymous. So there is a factor of that that will be factored. It'll be factored in to the live stage performance that we will be having there. We have talked to them about this. They have agreed to appear on stage with us, with Fun Employment Radio, live at the Portland Podcast Festival, at their own risk. And we will be doing our best to protect their anonymity. We actually will, because it is There's, like, no joke. Like, we have to keep them secret. Yes. So we're, and we have already orchestrated how we're going to do There is going to be part of this where they will answer your questions as well. We'll explain more as we get closer to the event. Yes. But we will be joined on stage by two of the members of the conglomerate known as PDX Alerts. And we are so excited. It is going to be awesome. So they'll be on stage with us as part of our... I am so excited. Fun Employment Radio Live. Like it is, it's going to be like our own Unsolved Mysteries thing where like somebody's behind like a curtain and they're, like all you see is the silhouette. Like, Don't spoil it. Or, uh, oh. I was going to save that. It's pretty magical. I know, but you know, the whole theater. Okay, well, it. you can't just. It's, it's a theatrical performance that we're going to be doing on, sir. Get your tickets now. PDXPodFestival.com. Come see us. All right, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, truly do appreciate each and every one of you. You're all fantastic. Thank um, you so much. Sarah will be here by herself tomorrow morning interviewing Adam Ferrara as part of the Fun Employment Radio live network because I won't be able to be here. Sarah is awesome. An incredible interviewer. Oh, she's going to do amazing okay, that's, with it. That's enough. I'm kind of jealous I won't be here. But uh, just the timing didn't work out. But Sarah will be here live with Adam Ferrara tomorrow morning. All right. Um, big thank you to Next Adventure at nextadventure.net. Yes. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We really do love Next Adventure. Go sure there do. right now and uh, start planning for skiing. Yes, you can even uh, go I to go their skiing. worldwide location at nextadventure.org. Dot net. Dot co. Dot uk. Dot net. Nextadventure.net <laughs> is where you would want to go. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You are all wonderful. We really do appreciate it. And we will be back. Uh, Sarah will be back tomorrow morning. Sure more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Sorry, it's the best. Uh, bye. Around, no Please buy your tickets to the podcast festival. Buy your tickets.